So have you guys ever seen Holes? Yeah, dude. <laughs> sure have. <laughs> I was really fucking disappointed in that movie. There was Why? no, there was no pussy. You yeah. make a movie called Holes. <laughs> there's not <laughs> a single sex scene in it. It is like it's, it is fucked up that there's no sex in the movie Holes. No, I mean there's an interracial couple, but we don't see any of it. You call last, him, his last name is so close to nuts. Isn't it just Stanley backwards? Yeah, yell nuts. I fucking hate it. Yell nuts. <sighs> I think one of like the late period Shia LaBeouf should do a remake and just name it Holes. And it's just like him when he got uh, sexually assaulted when he was doing that that art scene or whatever, where he like couldn't move for several days and some girl like came up and like sucked his dick or some shit. <laughs> Dude, he's I think he's canceled. Mm. Shia LaBeouf got so, canceled? Yeah, did he sexually assault somebody or was it like domestic violence? No, it was like uh, both, and <laughs> was it at the same time? <laughs> um, no, it was like uh, like consecutively. He, I don't know, it was apparently just a, a really shitty boyfriend, I guess, and then like oh. uh, he like Another lied type. about lied about having herpes and like gave it to people on purpose and. Oh, dude! When I <laughs> when I got arrested when I had my first court appearance. So I got arrested on an F1. So I was in like County with the fucking villains in E block. And the lady that went up for her court appearance before me had 14 counts of knowingly and purposely distributing the AIDS virus or the HIV virus to people. Why? <laughs> yeah, dude. Why? She got like 14. It's like, I don't know if it's like a murder charge or a manslaughter charge or something, but however many times she did it, that's what they were trying to charge her with. Yeah, that's a lot. So like for each person, she got like a manslaughter or a murder charge or some shit like that. So then I walk up to the judge and he's like, why are you here? Like, I see you have like an F1 for distribution and felony possession, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, you know, do you want to call a lawyer? Then he like looked at me and I just turned 18. He's like, do your parents know you're here? And I was like, no, I never got my phone call. And they were like, fuck. Like the clerk of courts came over and got my parents' cell phone number so they could call me a lawyer and shit. Because I was in there for like seven days before anybody had like known. My parents were all like freaking out. Like, oh, fuck. Like, where is he? All this shit. And it was wild. But um, I almost got off on it. Because they almost forgot to read me my Miranda rights. I was like two seconds away from having no case at all. Because they arrested me in the dorm room and there was a bunch of shit going on. Like JSO showed up with a search warrant. So it wasn't like UNFPD, like smelling weed. They showed up with a fucking search warrant because somebody else old too snitched. And after like, there was this whole hubbub, like my plug was there from South Florida so he had no ID and like $4,000 in cash on him and all this shit. And they were like, well, his name's on the search warrant. So we're going to take him. And like, they arrested my ass. And then a responding officer came because there were so many <laughs> shit was just going down with all the people that were there. And they put me in cuffs and I was standing there like, okay, they didn't say anything yet. You know, they haven't read me any of my Miranda rights. 
and I was wearing glasses and I kept fucking with the cop because he had my handcuffs on. And I was like, hey, man, my glasses are falling down. Can you push them up? He was like, what? He's like, can you push my glasses up? So he kept having to push my glasses up for me. And I was just sitting there like still haven't read me my Miranda rights. And we got to the second cop car and he was transferring me over. And the responding officer was like, did you read him his rights? And they like the two other officers kind of looked at each other and they're like, you didn't do it. And I was like, fuck, I was so, so close from just not having a case at all. But it ended up working out while we were in court because they detailed everything that happened there. Like the other guy was there. There was a fuck ton of weed in the room. Like he had $4,000 in cash and no ID. And they're like, how do you know it's his? So I got down to a fucking misdemeanor possession and your boy can vote still. They just repealed that though, right? Yeah, but it's like hard to register. It's not it's like gonna get harder to vote. The the fucking the right the right wings trying to like suppress the vote. I live in Georgia now. Oh, so I had to definitely do my research on that again. It's like but, Ku Klux City in Georgia, dude. It's wild, man. I mean. I've got, oh, a mullet. Right. I've got a mullet now, Gus. I've gone. You got a mullet? <laughs> I got a fucking mullet now, dude. Thank oh, God, shit. bro. I've been waiting for you now. Look at that fucking mullet. God damn. I lived in Virginia for a year and then moved to fucking Georgia. Fucking mullet city. I got to I gotta fit in somehow. You know what I mean? I brought, I bought like firearms t-shirts and shit. So like if I go to, because I went to like a dive bar last night. And, oh, wow, yeah. Bunch of uh, yeah, it was, it was a shit ton of rednecks and an entire table of black people singing R&B songs that they put on the jukebox. And I was like, I feel like I'm in fucking Jacksonville. Yeah. Because yeah. one of the super redneck dudes that was there that was sitting at our table, he looked at me and he's like, what's with like the emotionalist stare? Are you not getting any enjoyment out of this? I was like, I've lived in Jacksonville for like nine years. I was like, this is nothing new to me. So I have like a browning t-shirt that I wear around now. So I like. No, I gotta fit in with these fucking hicks, dude. It's ridiculous. Yeah, you don't have to fit in with those hicks. Those hicks have to fit in with you, AJ. Well, we talk. Okay, so I have a question for you. We asked Phil about this. Would you rather go to a party with a bunch of extremely woke liberals or a bunch of conservative rednecks? I don't know. They're both like low key equally as annoying. <laughs> it's like, but it's like a rock and hard place. Yeah, but you're partying with them. So think about. I like, have to go with the liberals because I'm like liberal. Oh, you're the only one that said that so far. Even but our black. I'm gonna be honest. The fucking Bill is black as hell, and he even said conservative rednecks, dude. The conservative rednecks are gonna get way drunker. And yeah, they're probably going to be a better time. So, there's going to be like a bonfire and some guns and like some big ass trucks. Yeah, yeah so okay, all right, fuck it. I changed my answer. God damn it. Or do you want to like go to like a fucking like, uh, like a, a pantry sized apartment in New York City smoking cigarettes out the window and complaining about identity politics? <laughs> all right, the fucking big trucks with the shotguns are <laughs> way more fun. <laughs> I mean, it's like, would you rather hang out with Trump or Biden? Like, obviously Trump. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because <laughs> at least we know, at least we know Trump never fucked kids. Yeah. No, no. I think they both probably have fucked kids. Bro, because Biden... One, no, Trump is such yeah, a fucking retard that he would have spilled the beans by now. 
know. Because he even said, he's like, oh, yeah, Jeffrey has uh, lots of pretty girls around, some on the younger side. You know what I mean? And he cut off his, I'm not defending Donald Trump. Let me preface this real quick. But he did cut off his friendship with Jeffrey Epstein well before he was arrested in 2012. But he, uh, he used to own the, all right, so the very first people, the very first sisters that <clears throat> came out about the Epstein shit, they worked in Trump's office. Yeah. No way. Yeah. yeah one, one of him, one of them was Trump's secretary, and then his younger sister was the first girl that, like, she was like thirteen, ended up going to the island and then, like, giving massages. There was this whole thing where Trump and Epstein were battling over this piece of real estate in south florida and epstein eventually was able to uh, purchase the property well like two weeks after that trump was so pissed off like two weeks after that all of a sudden like people show up to jeffrey's house with search warrants and shit because of an anonymous tip that he'd been fucking kids and it's just like i i want to believe that that's true you know what I mean? Like, I just He's think should have let Trump have that fucking house, bro. God damn. Because Trump is such a fucking vindictive, petty piece of shit that he was probably like, "Well, you know what? If I can't buy the property, Jeffrey's not gonna fuck kids inside of it." Okay. <laughs> it's like sick to the FBI on him real quick. <laughs> no, I, I think Biden and Trump both fuck kids, but I think Trump would still be a lot more fun than Biden. Yeah, yeah, but Trump. I, I don't know. You know, you just like the whole time, you just be snorting benzos with Trump, too. Like, sober though, bro. Trump doesn't even drink. Yeah, he doesn't drink. He doesn't do anything except like stomp on the fucking poor. I don't know. (laughs) That's where he gets gets high off of oppressing people. I'm pretty sure he loves oppressing fucking poor people. I'm pretty sure he was on cocaine in that debate. He might have liked, well, I don't know, because to like cocaine, you have to like drinking. Well, I'm sure like, he was. Coke he, by itself sucks. he was either super hopped up off Diet Cokes or he was like, it's just taking Adderall. It's like yeah, one okay. of the two. He had the, he had the Coke sniffles. Like the. Yeah. He, he was going. The, <laughs> like when. Yeah, like, did, you, did you see the, uh, the Kucherov post game interview? Yeah. Like, did you watch the whole thing where he like he walked up, chugged a Bud Light, threw it across, and he goes, and like he continues the interview, keeps going and shit. Like he just come out of the locker room after the Stanley Cup, and dude was fucking yipped up. It was so goddamn funny. Ah, he and he started it. like talking trash about the Montreal fans. He's like, they acted after Game Four, they acted like they had won the Stanley Cup. That's bullshit. That's ridiculous. Like <laughs> it was so goddamn funny. Yo, which way is that dog looking? <laughs> um, left, but with like a little bit of right, like sprinkled <laughs> in. Oh, poor thing. It's a cool dog. <clears throat> this is May. I've been taking care of her. I don't think she wants to be held on her back. <laughs> she loves it. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, AJ. What's your amuse douche? You got one? Oh, shit. Uh, yeah, actually, I do. Hold on. Do you have one off the top of your head? Yeah. <laughs> what Every- is it? Okay, so amuse douche is a segment we're doing, and it's like amuse bouche means palate starter. It's like what you have before a fancy meal. 
and the podcast is our fancy meal. So this is like the douchebag to get your palate started. And uh, mine is uh, every billionaire trying to go to space. Mm. <laughs> did you uh, did you see the one kid that was actually like he was in the spaceship with Jeff Be- uh, Bezos and he was like, yeah, I've actually never bought anything off Amazon. <laughs> yeah, but is that paid twenty six million dollars for him to go? I mean, so what kind of precedent does that set, though? For what? Well, like, so Trump defunded NASA, and now Jeff Bezos is going to try to land on on the moon. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, now all of our, like, all major space exploration is privatized. SpaceX, Jeffrey Bezos, Richard Branson. Fuck Richard Branson. I mean, he fucked he, kids. Fuck he, all those billionaires, bro. I hate, yeah. They're all awful. We should string them up from the fucking Lady Liberty. Yeah, what? yeah. Just go full. Just go full walk. Mussolini and shove the dick, uh, the dick-shaped uh, rocket right up of uh, Bezos's asshole. Guillotines in the streets. I think that they should literally be fucking executed. I mean, I don't know. Don't think I'm going too far here. To be honest, you're not at all. I like this. <laughs> This is, I'm here for it, dude. I saw Bernie posted that two, two billionaires have more money, two American billionaires have more money than the bottom 40% of Americans. Oh, I got stats for you if we're going to do this real quick. I, I saw it today from Red uh, Redfish, which is a nice little outlet for anyone looking to uh, learn some shit. But here's some stats. In 2021... <clears throat> full-time minimum wage workers cannot afford rent anywhere in the United States. 60% of tenants are unable to pay rent consistently. Americans hold $140 billion in medical debt and 719 billionaires own four times more wealth than society's bottom half in the United States. Jesus Christ. Like we should kill them. Bro, like the fucking Romanovs in Russia, they literally brought them all down to a basement, fucking kids <laughs> and everything, and just machine gunned them. I don't see like what it's such an extreme measure. No, yeah. I mean, you see where the Russians are now today, and honestly, like, I'm here for it. I'm all for sure. the Bolshevik Revolution. You know, you have yeah. to get started on that. Yeah, <laughs> different. <laughs> There's a time and place for that. Um. So my homage douche is uh, Tommy Bryant. He's an Alabama city leader. Um, <clears throat> during a council meeting, um, there was another council member named Veronica Freeman, and she's an African-American woman. Um, Bryant stood up in the meeting after being questioned about his like controversial social media post uh, that his wife made about race Uh, i don't necessarily know what the post was but his wife was insinuating something about someone's race bryant stood up and can be heard saying this is now (laughs) the n-word the n-word let's get to the n-word hey do we have a house n-word in here do we hey would she please stand up screaming this at veronica freeman 
did he say so the first the first four he said n-word the fifth one he said house (laughs) (laughs) and full hard r (laughs) um this was broadcasted on facebook live and during a city council meeting uh freeman left crying but tommy bryant did not apologize i did what needed to be done it needed to be brought to light (laughs) what kind of person the mayor is (laughs) Speaking the kind of person that she is is a house N word. (laughs) (laughs) It is absolutely outstanding. And uh, yesterday he announced that he will not apologize and he's also running for mayor. So that is my. Alabama will be winning. Yeah, he'll be fine. Yeah. So. I don't know why that's not getting, obviously it's Alabama, but I don't know why that's getting more national news coverage because that kind of outburst hasn't really been seen for a very long time. Since um, like Kramer. Yeah, it's well, yeah, yeah. even Kramer was like on stage. You know what I mean? And the guy was talking over him, which is something that comes up as a stereotype, a stereotype trait, you know? So this was in a city council meeting. I think there's a difference here. Like, you know, and he said it needed to be done. And I guess like, that's the biggest part for me too, where he was like, well, no one else is going to say it. I know we're all thinking it. <laughs> and he just went full nine yards, like called her a house N word. Well, he's my douche of the week. Yeah. It's less than ideal. But um, there was also... Uh, there was somebody the this was like two days ago too um somebody got pulled over let's see if i can find it again real quick um someone got pulled over in their car uh that had a handwritten license plate and the dude had like four kilos of heroin in his car with a handwritten license plate a handwritten license plate yeah this is in vermont um yeah there were two guys in the car it was right after midnight um the driver had an expired uh and suspended driver's license um and when asked about the makeshift license plate he couldn't provide the correct document so they searched the car and found like a shit ton of heroin inside of it i used to have a neighbor that like all the time he'd be like whenever i was just like leaving he'd be like if you're not gonna be good be good at it and then uh, that's textbook not being good at it. I did. Yeah, that is pretty bad. I had a drug dealer one time. He was he told me he was like, look, like break one law at a time, Literally, you know, because he wouldn't come and serve me because his registration was expired. And I was like, it's not that fucking big of a deal. You're not going to get pulled over. It's like fucking and it's in the middle of the afternoon. You know what I mean? I'm like, just come over. I'm like two miles away. And he was like, nah, man, I only break one law at a time. He's like, I ride over there with a bunch of dope and I got expired tags. They see the expired tags. They're going to search my car because I'm a black man. I was like, you're right. (laughs) You know, and I (laughs) like that break one law at a time thing. Really, it stuck with me. Even now that I'm clean, I'm like, my insurance is fucking up to date. My registration is up to date. Like my license is fucking clean again. So it's like, I don't have to worry. This is the first time in my life where I can speed and get pulled over and be like, my bad, and just not have to fucking worry about a thing. It happened in uh, 
in coming back from Richmond when I was in Virginia, I like zoned out and I still have Florida tags on my car. So this is like a four lane highway and I'm fucking zooming. I guess the speed limit was like 55 and I was going like 82 or some shit. <laughs> Didn't even realize it. And, you know, I see lights and I was like, fuck, like, I hope that's not for me. I get pulled over and, you know, cop gets out and he's like this just enormous black state trooper. And I like my stomach drops. I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. And I realize I'm like, I've been clean for like nine months. I was like, I got nothing in my car. I need to be worried about. Well, he gets up and he was like, uh, do you know why I pulled you over? I was like, not a clue. And I was like, I'm not going to fucking self-incriminate. He was like, well, you were going like 25 miles an hour over the speed limit. I was like, oh, that's, it's my fault, you know? And he was like, I noticed you got Florida tags. He's like, I know how y'all do things down there on the highway, but you're not in Florida anymore. So it's like, yes, sir. All this shit. Well, he gave me the ticket. He wrote me down for 19 over the speed limit, not 25 because I didn't get a reckless driving charge because of that. So cool state trooper. Thank you, sir. And I had just come from the, um, like the monument Ave in Richmond where they've defaced all of the Confederate statues and stuff like that. And so in my, I'm like in my head, like, Oh my God, like I can't imagine what it would have been like down here, blah, 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 blah. And I get pulled over by a cop and I'm like, fuck. And I was like, oh, this guy's kind of cool. Honestly, like <laughs> he had my best interest in mind. So it was honest. I've gotten lucky a couple of times with police officers. I've gotten out of a couple DUIs by just talking my way out of it and also being a white man i probably assisted me in that a little bit too but i'd say so yeah <laughs> just being able to talk I mean, to people it's not like cops are like racist or anything but it just seems like as a white guy you get away with more stuff yeah that has no correlation whatsoever and it has <laughs> nothing it has nothing to do with their with their training about uh <laughs> profiling and discrimination at all I mean, I don't think so. I've never noticed any discrimination. <laughs> yeah. The uh, the monuments in Richmond, they just had a bunch of really cool graffiti on it. It wasn't impactful in any way. <laughs> Dude, it was it was very sobering to like stand next to the the one monument. I think it was one of my the Robert E. Lee statue where they like completely dude it's like three stories tall in the middle of the road so like you you drive down monument ave and like they have rotaries they're like roundabouts in the middle of the road right so you're driving down the street and on either side of you are like five hundred thousand dollar townhomes like all old brick, all this old oak with moss, white women out running with their strollers and their dogs, white men driving in golf carts down the street. And then you pull up <laughs> to one of these, one of these intersections and there's this massive like three-story monument covered in like fuck the police and like all this insane graffiti. And it's like in the middle of white suburbia. So I can like, we walked up to the statue and all the way around it, ringed like there was all of these little like signs with all the people that had died from uh, police brutality in the last like two or three years and most of them were from Virginia you're like walking around it and you're just like fuck like it's one thing watching it on the news hearing about it and all this shit and then you kind of go to these places and it's like 
Richmond, for the most part, was still shut down because of the riots. A lot of businesses still had plywood up on all of their windows. A lot of them weren't open. Um, so it's like to go down there and kind of see the dust settle a little bit was insane. And it, it's like if, if you get a chance, if you're ever for whatever fucking reason in Richmond, just go and look because it's so polarizing to see monuments like that, that were dedicated to people like Robert E. Lee, where the him on the horse had been torn down. And now it's just this giant monolith in the middle of the street. And he's like a bad guy, man. He was dude, like, yeah, it's like killer. fucking terrible. Yes. He was so Hitler. It, I mean, why don't we just put fucking put a monument of fucking Hitler? I mean, he was like fighting for slavery. You know what? Why don't we? as well right but it's like it's absurd to me and like uh, people want to preach like oh it's our history blah 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 blah. did did you fucking read what happened (laughs) like yeah do you have any concept of what that history may be also you're missing the fucking point i saw i saw a post uh that was like um the Confederate was around for four years. The Doritos Locos Tacos have been around for eight. <laughs> <laughs> when are we going to get a Taco Bell statue? Yeah. Well, so my the point, I guess, is like, it's not really history, right? Like, is it? I mean, I guess like it is the Civil War historically is important, but like the Confederacy is not a big part of American history. Well, I mean the holocaust lasted from what 36 37 to 45 so that's only like eight or nine years i'd say it was a pretty big deal of the holocaust <laughs> I, I don't know man like eight or nine years that's as long as the uh, doritos Locos I mean, tacos has been around you know like, I don't know if we should, like minimize genocide but <laughs> i don't know hey let's get uh let's get eric on the pod so we can talk about genocide <laughs> <laughs> oh god let's not (laughs) so you just got a new job gus and you were briefly Uh, telling me about that can you give me a little bit of details into the terrible things that you're doing to low-income people it's not great but it's like it's a fucking moral gray area i'm gonna be honest with you selling these cars um because like so far I'm like not my own full salesman yet. I'm like I have like a five more days of like training and I'm like shadowing a salesman, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like almost there. I could sell on my own, but it's like it's like coming up in a few days. But I've been following the salesman around and like been selling cars and the money is like really good. Like this dude, he came in like he's in, he was in like tenth place during like the beginning like after the first two weeks of the month and his check was for like 9,500. And that's only in the first two weeks of the month. So that's the first paycheck. It's like the money is like good, but then like at the same time, you like make it on the backs of the poor, which is like, is definitely a moral gray area. So, so like you're, I- you've gone like full Trump auto sales. Oh, it's awful. Like I'll, like we'll sell like, somebody a car for $16,000 and if they wanted to resell it tomorrow it's only worth $12,000 and like 
the more money that I sell the car over what it's worth, the more money that I make. So let's say like <laughs> I sell one of our expensive SUVs, right? It's about let's it's, say it's a Cadillac Escalade. Am I getting your demographic like correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Something comparable. And normally it's like every thousand you go above MSRP is called a pounder. So if I sell a five pounder, I walk away with like, you know, $1,600 in one day. And let's say like I sell one of those big SUVs. Normally those are like 10 or 11 pounders. So that's like five grand in one day because they're paying like $10,000 above what that car is worth. But like the regular people that like come in and I see hard up cases all the time, dude. Like it's like low key heartbreaking. They get all disappointed because they have a fucking 515 credit score and they have no money down. And I have to be like, yo, like none of the banks are working. I can't sell you a car. And they look like fucking sad puppies and they mope around and then they fuck off back to wherever they were like not paying their bills and whatnot, but, <laughs> but oh, it's, it's a moral gray area because like a lot of these people that come in and like, I have to do a credit application. Right. But I don't, I like, don't tell them that it's a credit application. I'm just, Hey, so like, this is your application sign here, here and here. And like half the time they do it, like it's fucking nothing. And then we run their credit and we make it go down more. And then they fucking, they still can't get approved. So it's like, I took their 530s credit score and just by running it to see if maybe I could make money off of it somehow, I made it go down 15 points and then kicked her out. So it's like fucked up, but. (laughs) That's absurd. No, the the guy, like the guy that I'm shadowing, he made a hundred grand last year. I mean, Some of hey, these guys, like the sharks, they'll do like fucking 150, 200. Look, so if like, they're not going to do anything to fix late stage capitalism, we might as well put boots on the ground for this. And I'm a liberal. I'm like, I'm like registered Democrat. I'm like for all the fucking like the equality, but like, I, I fucking, I don't want to sail anymore. So I'm your ketamine dealer has to make money somehow. <laughs> i quick i actually dude i haven't i probably haven't done ketamine in a year but i'm sure he's making money one way or another that's sleazy bastard damn his veterinary office actually opened back up <laughs> <laughs> but yeah so it's like it's definitely like a moral gray area like the big like the beginning of fucking wolf of wall street where he's selling shitty penny stocks to people mm-hmm. who can't afford to lose any money so you were on what did you do with the oil tanker or what that was i like worked on deck and then i like worked in the kitchen and shit so did you ever like sneak bitches on board no but um i've like fucked a couple i've like fucked girls that like worked on the ship though like i fucked this i fucked one of the i fucked the third mate. how callous were their hands pretty callous (laughs) I mean, like, it's fucking like, hard work, you know, it's a little rough, but you fucking, you grit your teeth. It's no big deal. Come here, sweetheart. I want to take a bath and get this oil off me. One of them was kind of hot, though. I remember. He showed yeah, me. yeah, yeah. One of them was pretty hot. Both of them, I mean, both were, like, pretty decent. But yeah, yeah, one was definitely, like, a little prettier than the other. But she was a mom, pretty, right? That's uh, usually your wheelhouse. 
Mm. <laughs> no, I just, I've just like have been, I've like hooked up with just the one mom so far. Mm. I did have a pregnancy scare with one of those fucking sailor bitches. So that How did that get solved? Did you just throw her overboard? Uh, no, I just like grabbed like a spare coat hanger and like took care of business. I can't tell if you're serious or not. No, bro. She just like ended up getting. I don't know. Paid. I don't know how Wait. things happen on the high seas, man. This is international waters. I don't think there's any law about like. Yeah, in the middle of the North Atlantic, there's no fucking. It's fucking. It's a free for all. You do whatever you want. Did you have any pirate scares? Um. Actually, yeah. Like fucking. We like. I had to go to like through the. I had to go through the Red Sea to a country called Djibouti. That was my favorite country in social studies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then fucking, yeah, like it's right next to Somalia. So we had to like it's pirated waters. So we had to take on like armed security with like fucking with like big machine guns and shit. Were they all just like mercenaries? They were like ex-British special forces, is what they used to do. Like they were That's like ridiculous. these British guys. Did you fuck any of them? No, no, I didn't. Did they fuck you? <laughs> oh, I guess that was the I question mean, I should have asked. They asked really nicely, but I had to decline. I, they had a gun. I was busy those days. <laughs> gun to your head, yes or no? I mean, if you're going to hold a gun to my head, it's probably going to be yes. I mean, we just, before we started this, you were talking about getting a shotgun. I do. I want a shotgun. I, I don't know anything about guns, but like, I know the shotgun, I don't have to be that accurate. So if somebody breaks in, the fucking, I can like aim to the left of them and they're still getting like fucked. Ever tell you about the time I got shot with rock salt on a farm? <laughs> Love to hear about I it. Never, I never told you, Zach, exactly, I told oh, you about this, right? How was that? So in Orlando, I lived in the tourist district. So it was like a concrete jungle, essentially. And all outside of Orlando is just farmland because there's nothing in between Orlando and then the coast. So you have like New Smyrna and Tampa on the other side. Well, there's just all farmland and undeveloped areas. So I'll drive like 30, 40 minutes outside of Orlando to I'll go North or East and just hit farmland. And there was this one farm I would always go to because there was a shit ton of cows it's always raining in Florida, especially during the summer. It's hot. It's muggy. It's perfect for picking mushrooms. And this was in high school. So I was like, I didn't really think anything about it. You know what I mean? And Did you get some mushrooms? Oh, dude, I got garbage bags. I paid for my second semester of college with the mushroom money that I made in high school. Really? Because I live yeah. right next to the country in Orlando. And like I ride my motorcycle out there all the time. I've been wondering about just hopping fences. And yeah, well, I can, I can tell you which one not to go to. Because I, I, picked, I picked a farm that I didn't usually go to. And um, just because it was a little bit closer and I'd seen like massive bulls out there. I was like, I know they're shitting. You know what I mean? And it had just oh, rained yeah. for like three or four days before that. So I got there at like 3.34 in the morning. I had a flashlight because the other farm I used to go to didn't have like a house or anything like where I was. So I wasn't worried about anybody seeing me. I saw the house and the lights were off and I was like, whatever, like flashlight, you know, not anywhere near the cows, but like, I wasn't really paying attention to where I was going. So I kept getting closer to the house and I heard the door like 
fucking kick open and i was like oh shit like so i fucking turned the flashlight off you know but at this point it's like 4 35 in the morning you could start to see a little bit more so i like turn around and i toss the fucking garbage bag because i'm just have like contractor bags that i would take out with me and toss it over my shoulder and start walking away and i hear Doof! and i was like oh fuck so i like start running and i hear doof again and like right below my ass, I got hit and I went down and I was fucking like, I was yelling because I was like, you just fucking shot me. Like all this shit, the guy runs up. He's like, what the fuck are you doing on my land? I was like, I'm just picking mushrooms, man. Cause I'm like, no, I'm not fucking with your cows. Like I'm just picking mushrooms. He's like, you're fucking lucky. This wasn't birdshot, son. And, I, and like, all of a sudden, like, as we're talking, my fucking leg is on fire. And I'm like, what the fuck did you shoot me with? He's like, I shot you with rock salt. So he like filled his, he filled his 20 gauge shells with rock salt instead of pellets. So like he shot me and then it like for like three days after I didn't go to the fucking hospital because it's just like a flesh wound, just like a bunch of little holes. Cause he was so far away. Oh dude. He was so far away. Like it didn't go very deep, but I got rock salt, like impacted into the back of my leg. So I'm like, like fucking i'm so angry at this point i'm like bleeding so i have like a shirt underneath my leg and like it just stings because it's just these giant pieces of fucking salt in the back of my leg and i like eventually just just like fine but i dude i never went back to that fucking farm and like i didn't realize like you can just pack shells full of whatever the fuck you want and shoot them like as long as it still has gunpowder in them as the like catalyst to make it go off so did I ever tell you about the time I got shot with cock salt? You got shot with cock salt, though? Yeah, cock salt. Cock yeah, salt? Right below my ass. It was crazy. <laughs> All over your ass? Yeah. Dude. You're lucky it didn't get in oh, your yeah, ass. Sorry, boy. Yeah, it burned so bad. There was like a, it was like a, there was like somehow like a rocking horse and then like a seven foot tall black man involved. Yo, I got a funny... It sounds I got, familiar. I got a funny story. Can you still see me right now? Yeah, yeah. you're good. All right. Massachusetts... Nice. <laughs> Massachusetts... Massive two tits. Massachusetts driver avoids squirrel, crashes into this historic home built by Abraham Lincoln's ancestors. Wait, so, wait he, he ducked out of the way of a squirrel? Yeah. No, uh, fuck that a, squirrel, dude. It was a girl. That guy had a squirrel. That was Abe Lincoln's house. It was a girl. It was a girl. Oh, hmm. 19 year old driver was in a 2014 Audi Q7 when she swerved to avoid hitting a squirrel in the road and drove off the right side of the road over the sidewalk and into the front of the house. Wait, wait. That sounds like the, the governor? With what? the what? She was with the Massachusetts governor? She was driving him? No. Where'd you get that from? <laughs> <laughs> she's the type of girl that if she if she hit that squirrel instead of putting it in a shoebox she'd probably just shove it up her pussy and like hope it got better and also have a reason to shove something in there she can't do that with the house though i think the house is in shambles yeah no she like went through the house um but also there probably wasn't even a squirrel right like she was probably like texting yeah, 100% she was texting. And the first thing she could think of is, there was a squirrel in the road. Fucking retarded. 
I had this whole scenario in my head where like the Massachusetts governor got caught in a scandal of like cheating on his wife and like fucking a 19 year old girl and it all went to shit because she saw a squirrel in the road and fucking dipped <laughs> off and drove through Abe Lincoln's house. We're going to get in more trouble for fucking uh, <laughs> destroying the house than they would for the sex scandal. Um. Oh, where'd it go? I had something too. It was not your cock, but mine. <laughs> was, dude, um, fuck, where'd it go? I'm sorry. Um, I had another uh, douche of the week, but I picked obviously the racist one. There was a UTS professor um, that was found guilty of sending herself fake threats so the university would pay for her security so she was just like sending herself death threats through her email and shit so that she would have like a private security force and she got like caught obviously security force i don't know but i fuck with that i don't know but for like a professor they're probably trying to hire those same british special ops dudes that you had on the boat Maybe she was trying to get fucked. That's what I'm saying. She was trying to get fucking dogged down by a bunch of British ex-soldiers. She was like, the only way I can do this is by sending myself death threats and not putting myself out there like a normal human being. Hmm. Maybe do you should like, call me. Zach, with the poker stuff, do you ever get like derelicts in there that get like angry that they lost their last dollar? Like Mississippi grind motherfuckers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like they're going in there with like three chips, just being like, I gotta pay my fucking rent. Like, I mean, no, I've definitely, you definitely see a lot of people lose a lot more than they can afford. It's kind of really sad sometimes. I'm not gonna lie. It's brutal, isn't it? Yeah. yeah Gus would, money. Gus would know all about stealing people's money when they can't afford anything. Well, hey, at least I'm I like, give them a fucking car and poker. You don't get anything for your losses. Also, I'm not stealing it. Other players are. That's true. You think like, don't, the- don't play the innocent fucking croupier. No, you- we're just taking the rake. It's not like blackjack where you're playing against the house. Do you uh, think that like the stock market should just turn into a card game? Where like billionaires have to put their fucking money on the line and if they... <laughs> If they bust on a 22, then they have to lose like a hundred million dollars. <laughs> yeah, that'd be cool. Because they usually don't bust on 22. They usually bust on like 14 or 13. But that's because anybody over a hundred million dollars is usually a pedophile. Yeah. Why do you think that is? What do you think? And what a, <laughs> what goes into that? So we part? we tried to talk about this when we had Phil on here, and I don't know. It was kind of suspicious, <laughs> but he just did not want to fucking talk about it. I tried to bring <laughs> up, I tried to bring up like John McAfee and Epstein and shit, and he was like, "I don't know why we're talking about fucking kids." And I was like, "You know, that's that's like a that's a good question, but I want to talk about this." You know, so like, it is absurd to me. Obviously, Hollywood has like a very very deep history of not only mental abuse but sexual abuse and having people you know suck dick to get 
jobs like obviously the harvey weinstein stuff happened like kevin spacey <laughs> kevin spacey like forcing himself on younger guys and like it just breeds that type of environment and i don't know why and you see it mostly in the rich obviously they fall in that category so the easiest way you can point to it is like that guy has over a million dollars and he fucks kids obviously it's the money you know and then like jared fogel the subway spokesman like i tried to do the same theory with him we're like oh he got all this money and like all this shit and like got caught with child porn and all that stuff well there was a bunch of shit from people that went to college with him that lived in the same dorm room and like dorm area and he this was back in i don't know like the, the 90s i guess i don't know when the fuck he went to college but he had like an absurd porn collection like just stacks of vhs tapes of like just porn he was known as like a oh that's the weird fat guy that watches porn you know what I mean? So there was obviously already a history there. And then he ate a bunch of fucking Italian subs, lost like 300 pounds, and then got pushed into the spotlight with a bunch of money. and was like, oh, now I can buy child porn. You know, so there was already like a predisposed measure to him being a pedophile. I don't think it, I don't think the uh, equation works with him. But in Hollywood, it's it's different and it's odd because it's in politics as well so what i had mentioned last time is that i think that because the level of power and influence you have as a person in those situations whether you're a hollywood actor or you're a finance person or you're a politician there's always some degree of if i don't do what he says he can ruin my life this is a powerful person. They said it about the Epstein stuff. When they interviewed all the victims, they were like, they brought us to this amazing house and he had all these servants and he's super rich. And they told us that he was very powerful. He paid for my art school. He flew me out to Spain, you know, and it was all conditional. So when this thing happened, like I was fearing for my life and that's classic manipulation. Like, oh, of course. I mean, but, and that's not even like a good power. word for it. You know, manipulation is not even the right word. Like it's, it's mental abuse on top of everything else that comes with it. So I think that people already have a predisposition to being that type of person and whether they sought it out or they fell into the situation, or if it's something uh, like kind of like blackmail where some of the politicians that were involved with Epstein could potentially be blackmail scenarios where, you know, the, the victims that came out while before Jeffrey Epstein was arrested in 2012, they said that they were like, Oh, we'll give you some money to come and like help out at the house and like uh, do massages and spa care and all this shit. And it sounded very innocent. And this was all low income girls. So preying on low income people. So, you know, exactly what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> so fuck out of here, bro. <laughs> I'm a fucking FD. No, I am selling cars, bro. No, Everybody knows that fucking car is worth less money when you drive it off a lot. It's like nothing new. I'm fucking with you, but oh, um, <laughs> so the implication was that they would come over, make a couple hundred dollars to do all the spa treatment. Well, mm -hmm. once they got into the room, Epstein was getting his back massage. Then he would flip over and like play with himself and then make them do things. So they're stuck in this windowless room with a very powerful man 
on the implication that there would be money and these are children. Whether they're 13, 14, 16, 17, doesn't matter. You're still a child. You're still developing trust. And a lot of people in these desperate scenarios don't come from a household where you don't, you just trust people for what they say. You know what I mean? It's, it's unfortunate. They prey on people like this. So that type of scenario where it's like, oh shit, I'm in this windowless room with this very powerful man. I'm in his house. He offered me money and you just get shell shocked and you end up jerking off an egg shaped penis and you're traumatized for the rest of your life. And he did say he had an egg shaped penis. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Um, I've never, I've never come across one of those. In, in the interview, they were like, uh, it says here on the dossier that you have an egg shaped penis. And he like smiles and he's like, I'm not answering that question. And it's like, oh, so you do. <laughs> you do have an egg-shaped penis. Well, the implicate, and it's funny because there's an Always Sunny episode where he's like, I want to get a boat and take girls out on it and then have sex with them. And Mac oh, is yeah, like, system, well, yeah. yeah, it's like, well, what if they don't want to have sex with you? He goes, oh, they will. We're on a boat in the middle of the ocean. What are they going to do? Say no. And he's like, so you're going <laughs> to so you're going to rape these women. He's like, no, it's, it's the implication. I would never hurt these women. It's just the implication. They'll never say no. And it's obviously like, that's a joke, but that's exactly what happens to people like this. So going back to my main point, I don't know if it's cultivated in the culture that surrounds these environments, whether you're rich, powerful Hollywood as a, a separate entity, but Something goes on here where there it's like, well, with the blackmail stuff, like they did that with Epstein and then they would fly somebody out to the island and be like, oh, these girls are going to give you a massage, blah, 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 blah. And then the girl starts jerking him off and they're like, oh, well, you had a minor jerk you off. So we're going to hold that against you until you do what we say. And Jeffrey Epstein has been, it has been confirmed by old defense secretaries that he was a CIA asset. Whether he was Mossad or not, that's kind of wishy-washy because Ghislaine Maxwell's father was Mossad, and that was his main mistress. Ghislaine Maxwell's in fucking jail right now. Yes, she is. Yes, so there's a thing here where it's like, okay, well, Jeffrey Epstein was a CIA agent, and that's where the blackmail stuff comes into play, where it's like, oh, well, was the U.S. telling him to bring these powerful people out to the island, put them in scenarios that could ruin their lives and then use that for their personal gain. Yes, but I don't think that that's the entirety of the situation. So people like Drake Bell, who was a child star, right? He kind of got into the same scenario where he was grooming a minor since she was 13. And that's why he ran away to fucking Mexico and became a Spanish pop star. And now he's being charged with like endangering a minor. What's that? He became Taco Bell. Yeah. (laughs) He's he's in Mexico right now? Yeah. Well, I think he's he's probably going to get extradited soon. Yeah, I did meet Drake Bell. Yeah. Yeah, with Boris. How was that? I've always meant to ask you guys. Yeah, did he try to fuck you? Nah. How did that go? Uh, We were walking downtown and out of. 1904 walked Drake Bell and I was like oh sup dude you're Drake Bell and he was like yeah and then Forrest was like can we get a picture and I was like all right 
And then, so we took a picture with him and we talked to him for like three minutes and then he's like, okay, I got to load up my gear. It was a normal conversation. It's weird. Well, he, he fled the U S when the allegations surfaced and became a Mexican pop star fully in is fluent in Spanish, all this crazy shit, but you have to look at it where he was a child star. He was, yeah. In Nickelodeon. While Dan Schneider was the executive producer of all of this, Dan Schneider is a convicted pedophile. Is he really? Yes. So that's where it's like, where does this culture come from? Is it like a few distinct people that are pulling the strings and influencing people to get into this? Or is it a scenario where people who are already predisposed to being pedophiles and being sexual abusers see an opportunity to get away with it you know so there's a lot of industry stuff where it's it's already ingrained in their in their culture and their ideology where it's like yeah this is what we do we have three billion dollars and we fuck you know like vietnamese kids on an island and that's just what we do for fun or they get kind of tricked into it now that's where it's like you see pedophilia across everywhere. Like that's just, it's been a problem. And the pedophiles you see that go to jail are usually like these insane looking white people that you're like, yeah, that dude's definitely a pedophile. You see the picture, you know, but then you, then you take Hollywood actors into play and it's like this, you know, rich, wealthy, influential, attractive male. And it's like, where's the difference here? you know so it's just odd like there there's no differential between you know nurturing and cultivating these actions in order to have influence over someone or does someone go into like matt gates right he just got in trouble for the the prostitution ring and all that stuff um which i think one of them was 17 or something so it's like do these people seek out positions of power as a sociopath like there's more intelligent than your average diddler that like hangs out in a schoolyard and tries to get kids to come to his bus in his van you know like that's pretty like hey kid do you want to see my puppy and you abduct a child like that's stupid this is like insane sociopaths that seek out positions of power like politics or pop stars or acting or something like that where they can allow themselves to be in an environment and allow them you know just be able to do it without getting in trouble so there's like a fine line between the two where it's are they being influenced to do it for blackmail or is this just a cultural thing where they get to the point where they have so much money and have done everything in the world that their last thrill to feel alive as a sociopath is to fuck kids so either way, dude, you're still fucking kids. Whether you have $2 in your bank account or $2 billion in your bank account, you're still a piece of shit and you should rot in prison. So, but it, it's just fascinating that everyone that you see coming out in the news that catches themselves in uh, some type of, of sexual situation with a minor always is some person of influential power and has a fuck ton of money. So... I don't know if they can just afford to buy child prostitutes or what it is, but it's, it's something that needs to be examined. 
It's not something that's like, oh, we caught another one. Let's send him to jail. You know, and they Epstein died in prison. Why? He didn't fucking kill himself. You know what I mean? Uh, Ghislaine is now in prison trying to get released like every other month. She's asking for parole and all this shit. So there's something bigger at play. And I think it's all strung up together by like a few different chords where it's like Hollywood politics, powerful people all use the same system to get their kicks by fucking kids. So it's like, you know, I'd like to make, I made jokes about this forever up on like, I was making jokes about Epstein when, um, in high school before he got arrested in 2012 and then it happened and i was like oh that's not funny anymore and then i you know waited a year started making jokes about it again and then he got arrested again and then i went in like this crazy manic spiral where like i'm trying to i'm like fucking you know like the strings on a pin board type shit like trying to like piece together where this all came from so it's something that does need to be examined and it's it's a it's a cultural thing that people are allowed to get away with if they're in positions of power but that's is it because they're in positions of power probably guys did i tell you that i think i have covid oh yeah covid yeah bro i think i have covid you're fucking vaccinated i know dude yeah i'm sick uh i've been sick for like three days i get tested tomorrow and the next day, I'm getting two tests. It sucks, steak, actually. That dude, I had COVID. It was awful. I dude, the second Pfizer shot gave me fucking vertigo. I was spinning for like a fucking week. Whoa. I had yeah. the I got I the Johnson and Johnson one because it was the only one that was available to my age group. Would you in get Virginia? Johnson? Yeah, and dude, that night I felt like I was having fucking heroin withdrawals. I like yeah. was shaking and sweating and like yeah. puking and shit. It was fucking terrible. Yeah, I got Johnson and Johnson. I felt terrible after the shot. And but <laughs> I feel kind of like that now, like the same way, except for it's been three days. Can you taste or smell? Has it been affected? I mean, my nose is really stuffed, so like I can't smell, but I can taste still. Maybe so that's I- the thing. You just might be regular sick. Yeah. yeah, I think you're just regular sick, bro. Because you like always like I when I had COVID, taste and smell were like fucked. No, yeah, I know, but I had like 103 degree, 102.5 degree fever. Fuck it, you're just sick. I think. I've been I've been sleeping for like three days straight. Damn. Is Eric know. is Eric at the house? Yeah. Why? how does he feel is he vaccinated no is that a personal choice it was but now he wishes he was he chose Mm. differently funny how that works what he got COVID too no we've been social distancing but you're sitting in the living room yeah i am yeah (laughs) i don't think there's any amount of lysol that can i think you're regular sick dude Oh no! If I'm regular sick, it's bad though. I mean, I was just in Jacksonville, and I don't know what the incubation period is, but I'm fine. I have the same vaccine as you. Yeah. Um, it's 
It's bad in Jacksonville right now, though. And I, like, with my job, I'm, like, close to a lot of people all the time. Do they make you wear masks while you're there? Or does it matter for vaccinated employees? They, they, well, if you're vaccinated, you don't have to. But I was wearing a mask. Except we just started wearing a mask, like, a week and a half ago or something when it became bad again. Like, it recently spiked. Because yeah, the hospital's full right now, right? Yeah. It's insane. Yeah, and I, you can't get a test for like three days. Where are you getting it? Like a CVS or some shit? I'm getting one at Care Spot tomorrow, one at Walgreens the next day. Hmm. Not rapid though, right? Well, the Walgreens is rapid. Care Spot. Right, okay. Because they still have issues with that too. Like the rapid tests aren't taking the same way, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I like sleep and then I'll wake up and like sweat everywhere. Like my fever broke and then it comes back and then, ugh. Damn, that sucks, Zach. That's a fucking huge bummer. Yeah. Are you like working? Do you have to work through it or are you taking some sick days? No, hell no. They don't, they won't let me work. Oh, no. I called in before I even like thought it was COVID just when I was like kind of sick the first day. And they're like, yeah, you got to get tested. You can't work until then. Damn, bro. So Cape Town, um, there were some police officers that were just arrested. Um, Two South African police officers from Maitland in Cape Town. They were arrested on kidnapping charges. Uh, They just, Uh, they hopped out of a fucking police van and grabbed an innocent person to replace a prisoner that they had lost while they were on guard. (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's that's wild oi we lost the prisoner we gotta get someone off the street let's grab this fucking bloke wait i thought cape town was south africa yeah that was australia south South african yeah there you go it's different down there bro it's south african we need (laughs) I can't do it. I'm congested. I'm just gonna blame it on that. Uh, See, it would have been, you know, they did. They tried to do the same thing with uh, Nelson Mandela, but um, Morgan Freeman was a little bit busy shooting uh, Shawshank Redemption, so they couldn't get to him to try to replace Mandela after he escaped. It's Gus pouring more gin. I hope so. Nelson Mandela is a socialist, was a socialist. Yeah, we do you know good. It, do you know why it's called the Mandela effect? No. Do you know what the Mandela effect is? Yeah, I know what it is, but I don't know the origins of it. So it's called the Mandela effect because there was a time where, like, I guess, like, a large percentage of the world was, like, certain and they remembered the news stories and everything that Nelson Mandela had died. But well, he was very much happened. alive. Yeah, but it never happened. What? So, yeah. See, that's what I kept trying to tell Gus when he keeps blaming me that I fucked him in the ass that one time. And he's like, no, I strictly remember this. And I was like, no, nah, dude, it never happened. And statute of limitations at this point, I'm probably free of the charges. But... I was like, nah, dude, it's the Mandela effect. Like, I never did that to you. I still don't think you did it. 
<laughs> well, at least I hope you didn't do it. It would I mean, have been like very involuntary. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was it was it was very involuntary. I mean, no, I mean, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Never happened. Shit. Um, so you moved to Orlando and you're on OBT now, right? My house isn't, but the place that I'm working is. Oh, okay. OBT's Orange Blossom Trail. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I see it's, like hookers and yeah, it's the red light district of Orlando for sure. It's wild. Bro. I did a lot like, of dirt. I literally on that go street. to work so early, and I'll see like hookers walking around in like fishnets with like meth faces, and it's just like a little bit. There's like the occasional soot on the nose. It's, Do you ever you, think about hitting them up? I don't, I don't know. I feel like they smell bad. So I don't want them like in my vehicle. Well, just just get COVID and you won't be able to smell them or taste them. But there's this dude, there's this super abandoned like motel. that's like clearly just been fucked by like transients and like, and there's like a, I want to like get into it, but there's like a guard that like is like always there. They have like a guard 24 seven. And I asked one of my coworkers, we had like some drinks at lunch the other day. And then like, we're going back and we passed it. And I was like, dude, we should try to get in there. He's like, I want to get in there, but I feel like there's going to be a lot of buckets of like human shit. And like, oh yeah. So I don't know. So did you ever there. like pull up alongside one of the prostitutes and they like come up and be like, so, you know, how much you like, what are you looking for? Blah, blah, blah. And you just look at him. You're like, do you need a car? like i know you're making money out here i know you don't have a credit score (laughs) (laughs) i know you don't have any credit you should come stop by and buy a car oh you should have have that credit but if you have a down payment i can get you into a car they got cash for sure if you got cash maybe girl like pull up like grand theft auto and they like waddle over and bend over (laughs) (laughs) no i was playing i got uh grand theft auto 5 finally it was like 15 dollars on the playstation store and like one of the missions you're supposed to go into the strip club and shit and i was like oh this is probably like vice city where it's like you don't really see anything and you can have like a fucking view where it's a pov and it's just like these 8-bit titties in your face and it's like full nipples (laughs) and everything it's so fucking funny and then i thought i was like do you know how many fucking derelict teenagers have jerked off to this game like because i know like I had friends admit to me like when they played San Andreas and shit that they would jerk off while the car was going up and down just to the thought of fucking a hooker. And now these kids have GTA five where it's like they have these 4k TVs and like, uh, fucking video games. Now the video games that just have titties out and it's not like Laura Croft tomb Raider where it was like these cone titties or you had to put in a cheat code. So you can just go to the strip club and like, you know, like you can you can get money on GTA five by paying for it in real life. So they're running up their parents' credit cards so they can go throw ones at the strip club in a fucking video game and jerk off. I just don't think that's healthy. Fuck all the gun violence and everything. Like I don't think GTA five or any Grand Theft Auto things has any effect on like society when it comes to violence. I think that's been disproven, but sexual deviancy, yes, I think so. 
and i like support sex workers and stuff don't get me wrong but i don't support like you know a 12 year old buying gta 5 and getting his fucking nut off to an 8-bit titty you got to do it the classic way i started like walking off like pretty young though so it's like you're gonna do what you're gonna do that's true uh my uh my go-to was the avril lavigne maxim spread Nice. And I would download it and delete it every single time. So it would take like 30 minutes to upload, 30 seconds to jerk off, and then just She's delete it again. No, it's Maxim. So it's like fucking, it's like yeah, Diet yeah. Playboy. Not like Penthouse. No, no. Well, it's spread pussy in Penthouse. No. Nah. Yo, Hillary Duff has a hot Maxim cover. Yes, she does. Those roots run, those roots run very deep for me. No, she's like, that's, she's done a very good job in her life, being the person that she is and the way that she looks. All right. Well, Zoom hasn't kicked me off yet, but I'm calling this one. All right. Yeah, just like an hour. Probably. I'll find out when it downloads. We'll do this again soon, boys. We should. I fucking. It's great to see you guys. Yeah, this is a, this is very easy medium to go on to. So we'll just keep right. it rolling, and uh, I'll try to figure out something that we can do for the Grand Torino thing because I definitely oh, want to watch I'll that. <laughs> and I would say we could watch Holes, but like I said, I was very, you know, it's not a, it's not a very genuine movie. It's very disappointed. There's no, there's not even one hole like visible. And also, like, call me by your name. I thought that was going to be like, you know, I don't know, like somebody who happened to look like somebody else and they wanted to rob a bank and they're like, just use my name. Like, I don't have any credit. I tried to buy a car from this dude named Gus and like it didn't go through. We need to get money, like all this shit. <laughs> and then call me by your name was just like, it was like our era, a new era broke back mountain. It was very, disingenuous it's not satisfied with that film it should have been called holes that's just my opinion (laughs) all right boys